Welcome back to week 11 of the fantasy football formula. This is our picks show where we go uh, game by game, give you our top five favorite picks, including our lock of the week. Last week, we it was crazy because we went 13 and seven on picks, but our locks did not hit across the board, um, unfortunately. But overall, the picks were still good, still had a winning record uh, on the season. Um, so anyone have anything to say before we get into the games? Don't let Jeff get hot. <laughs> All right. Jeff. Yeah. Jeff, okay. Saturdays are for the boys. Saturday or Sundays are for Saturday. We're gonna <laughs> trademark the line now, start making Colts t-shirts for it. It's a good investment. We'll get a onesie over to uh, Baby Brady over there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no shot. Um, all right. Well, we'll get into it. Um, Thursday night football. We have a few picks from this game, Corey and I. Um, Titans going into Lambeau Field by the Packers. Short week. Um, Packers just had a nice upset over the Cowboys. Uh, everyone kind of counted them out and – Rodgers had one of his comeback wins. Uh, all right. What do we think here, Corey? What side are you on here? Um, I'm be, uh, I'm be on the side of the Packers. I'm back on the, uh, the old bandwagon here. They torch. I did get the over last week. I didn't pick a side, um, but I did. I had the Packers back. last week. Plus yeah, five Lambeau field. Yeah. So again, um, going back to that game, I mean, it wasn't like the Packers looked, dominant i mean their run defense was kind of iffy which kind of scares me here uh going against the titans for sure super one-dimensional and they will just run derrick henry into the ground um but again like pb said it is in lambo um which makes me like this a lot more um the green bay packers are 16 and four straight up in the last 20 um and i like that stat line and i think I, I still don't think the Titans are a good team. They just keep squeaking by. It's it's same team as last year. This yep. squeaked by games, like yep. barely beaten, you know, the the Broncos last week. They didn't look like a great team. They have no passing game. So if they get Dables an amazing coach to pull off what he has the last two seasons with what they got there, he is he's a really good coach. Yeah. I think yeah, uh, schedule makers are really good to the Titans. They haven't played anyone significant this year. I want to see like a combined opponent's record for them because well, there's no way it could be good. Well, it's well one because they play in the AFC South. They've yeah, already played division. they've already played the Colts twice, I believe the Texans once and the Jaguars twice. So it's like they've already gotten those teams out of their way and now they just got to play Basically, they just can't lose the AFC teams because for the playoffs, like they're obviously they're winning the division right now. Um, but losing to an NFC team really doesn't hurt them. Um, but I, I like the Packers here, minus three, short, short road uh, or short week. Um, and maybe Aaron Rodgers, you know, maybe they found their secret sauce with Christian Watson. Yeah, I, uh, I'm on the Packers side in this one, going right back to them after last week. Um, I'm still not like hopping on the bandwagon saying that I think Aaron Rodgers is an elite quarterback anymore. Like my expectations for him are just like average to above average quarterback, you know, where he's going to show flashes of his old self, but also he's going to 
have some really bad games as we've seen, but against the Titans who have a horrible secondary who just lost, I believe Caleb Farley. Um, and yeah, they're a complete pass funnel defense, which is going to obviously benefit Rogers. Um, Derrick Henry is the only chance the Titans have in this game. Like they're going to probably give the ball to him like 30 times as that's how you attack the Packers. But I, I, I think the Titans are frauds. They're one of the major AFC teams that I've been saying all season. I don't believe in them. They will not go far in the playoffs. Uh, this team is terrible. Um, so give me the Packers minus three. I like the picks. I don't have one from this game, but that would be the side I'd be on for sure too. Yeah. In Lambeau, you know, I think yep. the Packers really found found something that last game and the way they came back, I think, is going to propel them to rip off a couple of wins here. Yep. All right, next game, we got the Bears going. And most people would think they're the red-hot Bears, but their offense uh, is good, Bears. but their defense the Bears. still is not it. Uh, the Bears are going to play the Falcons. Um Falcons are favored by three here. Uh, looks like we have a few picks. We'll start with you, Alex. PB, I want to hear your your picks first, actually. Okay. So the first one I'll go with is the under uh, 50 and a half. This is the highest total on the slate, I believe, and it's a Bears-Falcons game. It, like – you would have said that at the beginning of the season, a Bears-Falcons game would be a 50-and-a-half total. You would have absolutely hammered the under. And what do both these teams like to do? They like to run the ball. The Falcons are going to – that's where the Bears are weak. The Falcons will continue just to pound the run. And this game is going to go by very quickly, in my opinion. The Bears, like they're going to – Fields is going to run. Montgomery is going to run a ton. This game is just going to go by extremely fast, in my opinion. So I love the under. Um, my second pick is the Falcons minus three. And I'm not, I don't like the bear. I think both the bears and Falcons are, are terrible, but the Falcons all year, like the one thing they've done very well at is run the ball and the bears have are horrible against the run. And then the, the team that's allowing the least amount of yards to quarterbacks rushing is the Falcons. I believe they've only allowed eight yards a game rushing the ball. Um, now, I know they haven't played the most mobile quarterbacks, but still, like, they've played quarterbacks like Herbert. And, yeah, like, they just have not allowed any quarterbacks to really run on them. Obviously, I think Fields will run the ball better than these other ones, but I just think the Falcons uh, at home uh, are going to get the job done uh, against this Bears team on the ground. Yeah, I'm I'm on the other side here. Um, Bears plus three, going to keep beating the field's drum. Uh, Yes, he had a bad pick six. He's young. Those are going to happen. But otherwise, I think he looked pretty solid. Um, Obviously, the defense, you know, giving away our our best two guys has packed it in for the year. We've seen that the last couple of games for sure. I just don't think the Falcons are going to be able to keep up with the Bears offense. And I think that um, the run game is ultimately going to be their downfall. I think they're going to run out of clock and uh, not be able to keep up with the way the Bears are putting up points in these past couple of weeks. Um, So I'm going to take the Bears plus three and take this as you will. But teams that play the Panthers uh, in the week prior, 0 and 8 
on the season this year. Falcons <laughs> just played play the Panthers, so. There's no way that has any core. There's no way. Like, what is what are the what are the Panthers like? What's the reasoning behind that? I need to know the reasoning, not just that fact. Just stats, stats or stats, PB. <laughs> stats or stats. Okay. There's no that reasoning the behind it. There's no numbers. reason why it should be a a stat, but Team it is. They just curse the Falcons. The Panthers are just pass on the curse like that movie. It follows. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't answer the phone. <laughs> I. Yeah. I mean, oh you did, you did see though, like when the Falcons were down and them trying to pass the ball, it really showed the true colors of Marcus Mariota and yeah. Why but I don't was... think they need to pass the ball. No, like, I'm just saying, like if run. the Bears get out to like a ten point lead, like you know somehow they, they do, but um, and Marcus Mariota has to try to lead them back throwing the ball down the field like i I also have a feeling i don't i I, it's pretty early in the week so you don't really know what side it's gonna have more i would imagine a lot of people are hot on the bears right now that the bears probably yeah the bears are gonna you might even get be able to get you might even get the be able to get the falcons like i would actually wait even though i like the falcons minus three right now i think you'll be able to get them under the minus three to like you'll get them at like two and a half or what's weird is that uh, at least on Fanduel, the juice is actually on the falcons minus three so i don't know yeah to keep an eye i just think sure. like later in the week people are gonna see bears or you know underdogs and bet them all right um but i, I would say i like the under more than the actual yeah. side but i still prefer the falcons minus three i like I the love under as well I do like the under as well. Um, all right. Next, we have the Eagles, who just blundered against the Commanders. Um, yeah, yeah, that was a, a rough loss. Goddard. Um, Colts just had an upset over the Raiders. Well, they went back to Matt Ryan, which was just like out of the blue right before game time. They go back to the better quarterback. Um, but... All right, Corey, give me your poem or whatever you you, you want to do here. Um, beating the drum, beating the drum. Do Jeff it. Saturday, he is one and zero, the only undefeated coach in the NFL at the moment. Um, so you know, take that with a grain of salt. Um, you know, the Colts looked really good. Offensive line, tremendous. Um, they had. One sack, I believe, the Colts offense line gave up. Um, one turnover, which was a fumble by a player who probably shouldn't even be in the league anymore, and Kiki Kuti. Um, don't even know how he sees the field, um, but he did. Um, Matt Ryan looked great. Jonathan Taylor, great. Defense held their own. Uh, when they needed to make a play, they tried to throw a Gilly Locks. Gilly Locks locks it down against one of the best receivers in the NFL. Um we, our defense is tremendous um, going against an Eagles offense who is a juggernaut. They are very good. Um, but you kind of saw last night how to beat the Eagles. I mean, the Eagles did get screwed out of a couple plays here with, um, you know, a couple bad calls gone their way. But at the end of the day, they still had a chance to, you know, try to win that game. And they made some, again, a questionable call from the reps. But um, the commanders held the ball for like 45 minutes last night. Like yeah. they just ran the ball, converted first downs. They didn't have anything, you know, no third and longs. If the Colts can stay in reasonable uh, third down to gains, they can win this game. And I think they can cover six and a half at home. Um, this is my lock of the week. Colts plus six and a half. 
They, you know, Jeff Saggs returning back to the old Lucas Oil Dome. He built that stadium along with Peyton Manning. Uh, there's going to be a lot, of, a lot of his friends in, this, in, that, in those stands. And I think, you know what, this whole thing could fall flat on his face. It definitely could. Like, you know, Colts could win two games and then lose out the rest. But what it does, it gives, uh, you know, some camaraderie, some cohesive camaraderie in there you go. That's the word <laughs> in the locker there. room that wasn't obviously there with Frank Wright. So, um, and to give you a little nice little juicy stat here to go with this one, um, the Indianapolis Colts in their last six games played in week week eleven are six to zero against the spread, eight and three in the last eleven against the spread against NFC opponents. Give me the Colts plus six and a half at home. Take it to the bank. And I'll probably take a money line too, but don't do that. Take take the points. <laughs> the only thing you're taking to the bank is a losing ticket because my lock of the week is is Eagles minus six and a half. Uh, I do not buy anything Jeff Saturday is is doing with this team. You know, going back to Matt Ryan, I guess they just want to finish the season like eight and eight and just get have a worse draft pick uh, next season. Um, but this is going to be a loss here for the uh, Colts and probably in embarrassing fashion. You know, after this line before that commander's game, probably closer to 10, then the Eagles just, you know, mess up one game. And I, I, the refs were horrible that game. Like that was atrocious. Um, but yeah, I mean, people are going to look back at this and be like, how in the world were we able to get the Eagles minus six and a half against the Jeff Saturday led Colts? Like if Frank Reich was still the coach, like I would even, I would just probably not even bet this game. Like I would respect this line a little bit more, but I, I, I don't care about the emotional narrative with Jeff. Sat- I don't care. This comes down to just flat out coaching. And I don't think he, he has it. So what are you done? Uh, yeah, I mean, the Eagles are gonna blow the Colts out. So, I didn't want to, I didn't want to like jump in and ruin your lock, like, yeah, you no. two clowns do with Alex last week. But, um, what I was gonna say, he's not even calling, like, he's not, oh, oh, oh you mean the, the 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 guys he hired that have never called plays, like, you didn't hire anyone calling the plays, he didn't hire anyone, not hired the guys he chose to call plays, yeah, he did an excellent job last week, <laughs> okay, no, they just and Gus Bradley, he he's not. Touching the D, he's literally just going. He literally said he's going. I'm to Gus Bradley. pretty sure Matt Ryan just called all the plays last week. I think that is why he's just like, all right, I don't know what I'm doing. Ryan, you've been in the league. Just can you just do the game for us this week? And that's probably what's going to happen this week. And I just don't think Matt Ryan is going to have a game plan that's going to beat. It's the, not Matt Ryan. You're such a clown. Okay. Well, we'll we'll, we'll see. Do you but do you I, want to? Uh... What? Another way? Do you want to do it? Another wager? <laughs> sure, Corey. Or, or you, yeah, we'll do this one. Give me Colts plus six and a half at home. Yep. Or, or, or do you want to risk it and take whatever the line closes at? No, I'll take the Eagles right now at minus six and a half. Even if it goes down. <laughs> yes. Hammer it, PB. Come on. All right. All right. Because <laughs> I don't half. think this is moving in favor of the Colts. My Venmo account is yeah. looking Corey. 
looking to be uh, bolstered on Sunday. You, you, you've won some money on the Colts. Luckily, I don't know if you stopped. Four and one when picking the Colts, by the way, this DFS, year. you've been made mistakes. But, yes, you've won some money on the Colts betting picks. I think that comes to an end this week. The Colts, I mean, six and a half against this team. My gosh. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm with you, PB. I think the Colts, sorry, Corey, but you're on that. You know, I didn't even know you had a bet on this. Well, yeah, of course I do. I, I, I'm here to win the money. Wait, hang so. on. Time out. Time yeah. out. Before you speak, yeah. do you remember what you texted five. the other day? What? That you'll be Saturday. The Jeff Saturdays and the Indianapolis Colts. And here you are, yeah. you sleething, sly son hey, of a Benedict bitch. Arnold, you know. Benedict, call me Benedict Arnold. You know what? Can I do it? Can I do a double lock this week just to double down on it? Uh, do a double lock. We haven't had. Yeah, I'm gonna ride time. with PB on this one. Probably first time all year. Maybe first time ever. But I'm gonna go Eagles. I think uh, you know Sundays might be for Saturdays, but the the hype train is ending. You guys lost Shaq Leonard. Like, has everyone forgot how terrible that defense looks without him? Well, we're about to find out with Justin Fields just shotgunning all over the place. Justin, They're going to put up 40 Justin points, Fields. and you'll be lucky to get 15 Nick, What game are you talking about? You mean Jalen Hurts? Jalen Hurts. What did I say? Justin Fields. Justin Fields. Oh, well, you know, he's he's on my mind because he's so good. But <laughs> Just dreaming about Fields over there. <laughs> just dreaming about having wet, You're having wet football. dreams about Justin Fields. <laughs> they, they put something in the water here in Chicago, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I think the, the Eagles obviously have just been a wagon all year. They have one letdown spot. This line should be like minus 14. I even might take an alternate spread on them just to get a little dicey and uh, make it interesting. It, this so, does feel like an alternate spread. Kind of, like, doesn't yeah, it feel like you know, the Colts are covering like six and a half and like could win and or yeah. the Eagles are just blowing the absolute breaks off of them. Like, I don't feel I think like in between. Like, realistically, the Eagles will probably put up like 30 points on them, and I don't think. Like, I think but I like, might go alternate spread, like, minus nine and a half. Yeah, I, I like uh, Nick, I like you that. said the Colts look terrible with Shaq Leonard. Do you realize he's played, like, maybe a total of one quarter this entire year and our That's defense I mean. has been this good? No, no, it has not been that great. No, no. I, it, it is. <laughs> The top ten defense. All right, I think that's enough seven. on that game. Uh, that was a lot on the. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, clowns. <laughs> um. All right. Um. Next game. Sorry, I was just looking at how the Colts have played like nobody all year. So just to confirm that their defense isn't as good as who's the e- have we, who have the Eagles played? The, you're right. They have Vikings. Had a easy that's the best. Schedule, and the played. Colts are part of that easy schedule. Yeah. Um. Okay. This is an easy right. game for them. Next game. Uh, Jets going to play the Patriots. Are both these teams coming off a bye? Yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> both these teams come off a bye. Big divisional game here. Could have a lot of uh, playoff implications right here. Um, what do you guys uh, – uh, we'll start with you, Corey. Okay. For this line, dude. The Jets are the worst six and three, whatever the record is, team. They keep somehow okay. Before they want to buy, they beat the Bills. Congratulations. Like, whatever. They're now going to uh New England to play Bill Belichick off a of bye. I hate betting betting the Patriots, but Bill Belichick off a of bye is like 17 and like five straight up. Um, 
they are going to absolutely roll this fraud of a team. Zach Wilson is not a good quarterback in the NFL. They lost their best player in Brees Hall. They Their offensive line is absolutely decimated. The front four of the Patriots are going to absolutely just wreak havoc on Zach Wilson in that offense. Um, now, on the other side, the flip side, the, you know, the Jets do have a pretty um, solid defense at the moment. Sauce Gardner looks to be like the real deal. Um, but the thing is, the Patriots like to run the ball. They don't really, you know, they don't air it out too much. Um, so give me the Patriots minus three. Um, Patriots are five and one ATS in the last six. Um, they are 11 and 0 straight up at home in the last 11 playing against the Jets. Uh, they're going to blow the doors off. Talk about an alternate spread. I will take the Patriots here minus nine and a half, I think. Whoa. All right, Nick, you have I mean, I'm, I'm with you there, Corey. I think we can agree on this one. Uh, Patriots are definitely going to have a, a good win. I think the, the buy came at a really good time for a team that has been uh, struggling to find an answer at quarterback. I mean, Zappy's got them through a couple weeks, and then, you know, Mike Jones comes back and uh, – Who? <laughs> thank you. All right, someone got the joke. Uh, you know, came back, didn't look too good, and uh, I think the bye week came perfectly uh, right for them. So hopefully they had time to sort things out, get him back in a rhythm. So uh, I love what they do on the ground. Hopefully we see Damian Harris back in there. Uh, can I get an injury report on that, Alex? I know you got him on your fantasy squad. Listed as questionable. Obviously, hamstring with the running back is never a good thing. But uh, coming off the bye, I think they're hopeful that he's going to play a little. Still TBD, though. Yeah. I mean, Ramondre is a pretty good backup, debatably better. So, uh, you know, backup. I don't know. I think he's a starter now. Yeah. Yeah. You think he's a full-time starter? He should be. Yeah. He's good. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think they got some good stuff going and uh, not too much hope on the Jets side. They should probably just fold the season and uh, go get some more draft picks. Get a quarterback. Yeah. All right. Uh, next, we've got the Panthers going to play the Ravens. Baker Mayfield at the helm. Um, I don't know if I think Baker Mark was announced was the starter. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. They probably love them headbutting everyone and just having a severe concussion. They're like, dude, he can do. Yeah. That video was absolutely absurd. That had to have just hurt. very on brand for them. It had to have hurt. Yeah. At least a couple. I mean, of he was, like the players were like shocked. Like they were like a couple of them are like, like, are you like, you sure, dude? Like, their heads were being tossed back. They were. That was ridiculous. All right, uh, start with you, Alex. What do you yeah. got here? Yeah, Ravens minus 12 and a half. Tons of points, but we finally get to bet against Baker Mayfield. First time all season. Um, Ravens defense is going to continue to round into form. Um, adding Roquan, I think, solidifies them as a serious threat. And I don't see the uh, Panthers scoring much of any points in this. Ravens minus 12 and a half. Yeah. All right. Uh... Look like anyone else had a pick. Nick, did you just take your lock? Nick had a pick. He heard Baker Mayfield's Nick. the starter, took it off nope. right away. <laughs> For some, I didn't see the minus 12 and a half. I must have been looking at I don't know, something else, but 
continue. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't like this one. Um, next, we got Browns going to play the Bills. Uh, eight and a half point spread in favor of the Bills. We'll start with you, Corey. Uh, so I saw conflicting reports today that Buffalo is getting two feet of snow between uh, Friday to Sunday. I don't know if that's all going to come on Friday or Saturday or whatever it might be, but it's going to be cold as hell there in uh, Buffalo, New York. Um, 43 and a half is the over under. I am be taking the under here um, at 43 and a half. I think this is okay. Granted, now if the, the weather forecast does change, um, I still think that this is an okay place to play this because um, the Bills just come off a hard fault game against the Vikings, the Brownies getting kind of beat up by the Dolphins. Um, Brown's offense is heavily relied on Nick Chubb. The Bills have one of the better rush defenses in the NFL. Um, so I, I just, I just like the under here eight and a half points is too much for me. I could see somehow brisket covering that late or something like that. Uh, so just give me the under 43 and a half here. I'm right there with you, Corey. <laughs> saw the same reports. Also saw like 17 to 20 mile per hour winds. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Line opened up at 47 and has got bet down to 43 and a half on those weather reports, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, yeah. I could, if, if we get about 48 hours out, I think if the reports are still that the snow's coming on Saturday night, Sunday morning, I think you see that number go south of 40 points. So, oh, yeah. I like under 43 and a half on those chances alone. And as you mentioned, Corey, Browns rely on that run game to score points. And that obviously takes more time off the clock. So, also to throw another set out there, just not dealing with the snow or whatever the weather. Uh, the under has gone six of the last seven uh, Buffalo games at home. So, so th- just I mean that can be granted to the teams that they are playing, but um, I just yeah I mean the Browns can kind of be put into that same category. And I was not a competitive offensive team. Uh, all right, uh, next uh, this is we all have picks here pretty much, um, except. Corey, maybe um, Bengals at Steelers. Um, I guess we'll start off with Nick since this is your lock of the week. Yeah, this uh, <clears throat> this will be an interesting game. I think I like the division matchups to typically be close, but I'm going with the Bengals here. I think you know they obviously are really missing Jamar Chase, but they still got a much better team than the Steelers right now. I think. Hopefully that defense uh, can come into form with some of the longer-term injuries that they've had to face the past couple weeks. But uh, I don't know. I just don't believe in Kenny Pickett or if they roll out Money Mitch even. I, I don't really really like anything the Steelers are doing. I don't think they could put up more than 20 points in a game. They snuck by with a, a win against a bad Saints team. So. Uh, I think this line's probably reflecting a little bit of that. So for that reason, I like the Bengals minus four and a half lock of the week, baby. Joey B. Yeah. We're going to start calling him Joey bankroll. Yeah. I'm on the same side. Bengals minus four and a half coming off of a bye. I mean, the Steelers secondary is so, so, so bad. And, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, Chase is gone, but they, they still have Higgins and, and Boyd um, to tell you. And then Mixon, like out of the backfield, even catching passes. Uh, it's just how you attack the Steelers, and the Bengals are one of the best teams equipped to do that through the air. Uh, this, the Steelers might have won in that week one on such a fluke. Like, the Bengals had to do so many things wrong to lose that game. So many things wrong to lose that game. And I just do not see that happening again. Uh, the Bengals should. I, I'm pretty sure I've been on the right side except week one of every Bengals game. Like, I've they've been my lock of the week maybe three weeks. Picked them a few times. Like, I've got a good read on this Bengals team, and they are going to crush the Steelers. It- as long as they can keep them upright. Yeah. I'm on allowed the, like eight stacks that first week. Yeah. I'm on the other side of this uh, Steelers plus four and a half divisional game, low total TJ Watts back that Steelers defense is getting healthier by the day. Um, as Corey likes to say, going back to the well on this one, took them against the saints. They won outright. Um, I think that Joey B is going to have trouble getting the ball out and having any time to, to pass anything long downfield. Um, obviously no Jamar chase still. And Tomlin is 21 and 10 ATS against the Bengals, which is his best record against any team in the league. So um, Steelers as a home dog are always a team that I like to bet. Um, Tomlin's a huge, like rah, rah coach. And uh, yeah, low total divisional game. Give me the points. I like that. Oh, man. Yeah. We'll see. Man, the one thing you can't, it, for our viewers, the very select few of you, um, the one thing you can't do is talk poorly against the Saints or the Bengals because PB will disagree with you. No, the Saints. Uh, do say, they, it. say it. The Saints, Saints right now have one of the worst teams in the NFL. Do they suck? Yeah, they they're terrible with what they're rolling out. They're they're one of the most injury ridden teams. Oh, here we one go. One of the most injury riddled right, teams, and on. they're rolling out Andy Dalton. Like, of I just want to hear they say you say your team sucks. Yeah, until we get Winston behind there, like we're gonna suck. <laughs> um. All right, Cowboys going to play the Vikings, and probably the most entertaining game of the week, I'd say. Yeah, I would say this is probably the. On paper, Maybe besides that, Sunday. yeah, I mean, yeah. both teams, um, winning records, you know, a lot of implications here in the NFC seating wise, probably. Uh, Cowboys are favored by one and a half in Minnesota. Alex, what do you got for us? Yeah, this, uh, this is my lock of the week Cowboys money line. This feels like the most obvious bet on the board. Um, you've got the Vikings coming off of maybe the most improbable win of the NFL season in the game of the year so far. Um, And you've got the Cowboys who just blew a 14 point lead to the Packers on the road. Um, Kirk has played well this year, but we've seen that the formula to make him play bad is to get pressure on him. When he's pressured, he is not good. He throws the ball away. Um, He, he, Turtles with the ball and um, has looked bad against the blitz. And, and that's what the Cowboys do the best. They get pressure with four and can drop uh, eight in coverage then or seven in coverage. And uh, I think the Vikings corners are going to also have trouble guarding um, the Cowboys threats. So give me Cowboys money line lock of the week. 
and thanks for letting take me another get big it in. CD Lamb day. Thanks for letting me get it in. This yeah. Time, boys. <laughs> yeah. I think the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys offense definitely matches up well with that uh, Vikings defense. Yeah. Um, it's one of those like narrative yeah, games, you know. CD and I think even even Gallup. I think Gallup could finally have a breakout game there. Yeah. All right. Uh, going into Sunday night football, which, you know, this is also, especially if we can get like one of Mike, one or both of Mike Williams, Keenan Allen back, Herbert versus Mahomes could be just a really, really good game. Um, Corey, what do you got? So I'm, I'm a little conflicted here, right? I have like three bets rolling around in my head right now for this game. Um, the, Chiefs are one and four ATS in the last five against the Chargers. Kansas City, though, is 14 and three straight up against the Chargers in the last 17. The over has gone over in these uh, Kansas City's games, seven of the last eight games. Uh, Kansas City, seven and oh, straight up against the Chargers. Um, when playing on the road in LA, I'm gonna go here, I'm gonna take the Kansas City Chiefs to not – no, to cover, <laughs> minus six and a half. I think they are the best team right now in the AFC. Um, their offense is, you know, they just lost Juju, but their uh, new favorite toy, Kadarius Tony, showed up. Um, he had some good plays. They got him involved in the offense. He kind of took over that, quote-unquote, uh, Tyreek Hill position. Um, MVS got involved. Um, Travis Kelsey is still playing amazing football and still the best tight end in the NFL by a landslide. I mean, it's not even close. I, I don't um, know. Landslide Mark Andrews is still right there. Well, Andrews can't play, can't stay healthy. Um, Chargers are very beat up right now. I took the Chargers uh, to, I, I should just take them to cover last week like I wanted to, but I took the over instead. Um, if their key pieces, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, are still out, um, they're going to have a hard time, again, kind of moving the ball down the field. Um, look to see Austin Eckler to have a huge game. Um, but at the end of the day, I think it's just a little bit too much firepower for the Chiefs. Um, so I'm going to take the Chiefs minus six and a half. Um, I also like the over, and I'm definitely going to take Austin Eckler's over on yards. But Chiefs to cover, six and a half. Okay. I don't think the Chargers are that good of a football team. Their defense is their defensive front solid. No, just wait till Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. I mean, they have they have big names, but like Joey Bose is not like the sack leader hunt. Like he's not doing anything. Him and Cleo Mack should be destroying. Mack has like seven sacks. Bose has been hurt, and Mack has yeah seven. I know, but but, no, I feel like the Chargers are just the same team every year. Like there's so much talent on paper, so much hype going into the season for underproduce. They underproduce, they get injured bad every year, and it's it just feels and like they, the same, they need to rehire like a whole medical staff. Seriously, there's something. Do they play LA's not turf, is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. SoFi. Is it? Yeah. So yeah. maybe it's something to do with that, but I don't know, man. They they consistently underperform. Yeah. Like I'm gonna leave this that. the Falcon, <laughs> you know. Mahomes Mahomes is uh under a touchdown is has been money. Like anything above a touchdown, obviously last week notwithstanding, he's been bad against the spread. 
anything like between three and I think six or six and a half has bet. He's been lights out. That's why. That's why I like at six and a half. It was. Yeah. It was seven or seven. It was. And a half. Yeah, it was. It opened at seven. Okay, so I, I yeah, down. give me, give me through the key number of six and a half. Yeah. All right, last game Monday Night Football. 49ers going to play the Cardinals. Uh, Nick. Yeah, I like the Cardinals in this one. Um, Rumor is Kyler Murray sat out last week just so he could play a little bit of Call of Duty. Um, (laughs) You know, just so everyone knows, I was still the high scorer in my league, even though I started him. And uh, just want to thank all my friends that are on the line right now for giving me a heads up that uh, I should probably look at my lineup before. But uh, now that we're past that, um, <laughs> I think this is going to be a close game. And, uh, you know, eight's, eight's kind of a lot of points. So uh, just going with the Cardinals. I think nice. it's a good bet. Primetime game. Good stats. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Just kind of <laughs> yeah. a gut feeling. I, nothing to, I, 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 like I like the plus eight. I like the plus eight. It's not like the 49ers are scoring 35 points a game. They're – their yeah. their goal is to get to twenty one and not let the team get to like fourteen. So I hate betting on the Cardinals. I hate it. I hate betting on the 49ers. I think I, they're just to be honest, this is probably this is gonna be a game that fucking shoots out, but I like the under forty three and a half. But um it's I even with Christian McCaffrey and Debo and Kittle, it's not like the 49ers offense is like this juggernaut right now. It's too bad they have yeah. Jimmy G. Yeah, they had they had like uh, Justin Fields. Whew. Yeah, Super Bowl team for sure. Oh, wait, what was that really really good quarterback that was supposed to win like Rookie of the Year MVP this year? He got oh. his name. He got injured. I, I don't even remember because he's so irrelevant. Okay, Lance Bass. It might have been Lance Bass. I'll do it for this episode <laughs> of Week Eleven. Uh, we'll be back uh, later this week for our DFS picks. I'd, you know, we've been doing well uh, on, on fire both sides yes. uh, for DFS and picks. Um, so hopefully that continues. Um, but yeah, we will see you next time. Like and subscribe.